Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's time for some real talk. The Ampapada Ono Conversation Real. Hello, 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 everybody. Espanol to my Spanish fans and everyone that's out there. This is Joseph Brownlee, and I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I don't have a certain category or a certain topic I want to talk about. But what I want to do, I just want to just do a little freestyling and just open up my mind and open up my heart today, what I want to uh, talk about today with my free time. Now, for the newbies that's uh, tuning in to my show, Body of Christ Real Talk, if you are new and you're just tuning in to my podcast, this show is a podcast, it's a biblical, God-based podcast that talks about different subjects different topics, whether it's world news, whether it's local news, whether it's around your life, whether it's about Bible study, whether it's about the church, whether it's about sports, whether it's about different things like that that's going on in your life. Uh, and, and this uh, podcast is basically built on that. Now, what I want you to understand that this is a biblically set podcast, which means that the majority of the topics that I'm going to be talking about is going to be related to the Word of God or just going to just be connected to the Word of God, okay? So, therefore, let me. Uh, an example is when you tune into this podcast, and I'll talk to the ones that's newbies now. When you tune into my podcast, what it is, what I mean by body cross real, cross real body of Christ, excuse me, real talk, I just, I just get for real, and I just talk about different subjects in a common sense matter, just like me and you are just sitting down, and we're just talking, we're just being open, and we're just being real, we're giving our opinions, we're giving our facts, we're giving our theories, so basically, that's what this podcast is all about, I talk about different topics, and different subjects, I talk about a lot of things, I have a disclaimer on this podcast that I do not allow any profanity and I do, I do not uh, allow any foul language on my podcast. If I have a guest or have someone, you know, just, you know, writing in or chatting or whatever like that, of course, I cannot stop them from using, uh, you know, foul language or anything like that. But what I'm just saying when it comes to audio or something like that. I, I do not allow that on this type of podcast. So this is a biblically based podcast, which means also that I will, I like to have guests on here. I never had a guest physically as of yet. So I use audio guests. I use video and audio guests, et cetera, and stuff like that. But my goal is this to be a family podcast. That's my whole goal for this to be a family set podcast for Christians and non-Christians. Like I said, this is a podcast for Christians, the saved and the not saved, for the believer and the unbeliever. Unbeliever meaning they never gave or you never gave your Christ yourself to Christ. You never submitted yourself to Christ. You never went that route of accepting Jesus in your life by believing in his death, burial, resurrection. That's what I mean by the unbeliever. But my goal is always for you to be saved. I will always try to lead that way. I will never force you, but I will also, I will do, I will give you biblical aspects and give you biblical principles and everything pertaining to what's going on in the world today. Let me say that again, this podcast that I will, number one, give you biblical principles 
principles and biblical answers the best way I can pertaining to what's going on in life and life in this world today, whether it's good or bad. I try to use biblical principles to come and to make the final conclusion. Okay, those are for the newbies, newbies free of charge. I'm just cooling out here, man. Right now, uh, people, I'm just I'm just chilling out. I like to say hello to the ones that's listening to me, the ones that listen to my podcast. I like to thank you all, the ones that's here in the U.S. of A. Uh, if you're listening to Chicago, which is my hometown now, for now. If you listen to California, I think I have a few uh, northern and southern uh California listeners that listen that tune us into my podcast. I don't see that on my analytics anymore, so I don't know basically where you coming from when I when uh if you are listening to me, but that's okay. But I just like to say hello to you anyway, and I just thank you for lending me your ear and listening to my podcast. So I wanna do that now. Just I just wanna say thanks to all my Listeners, you know, whether you are committed, you listen to a lot of my podcasts because I, I, I do a lot of podcasts uh, on this um, platform, Body of Christ Real Talk. Okay, this platform, I just explained what it is, but I, for the ones that don't know, I have another podcast which is a Bible based podcast for the saved believers, actually, for believers only. You are welcome, unbelievers, to come to that podcast, but if you will not get the uh, all the fruit and stuff like that out of that podcast because it's biblically based and it's for the saved. It's for the ones that's already in the body of Christ. You know, contrary to this one, this is for the saved and the unsaved. My goal is for you to be saved. But the one that I will send you to later, if you become a believer in the body of Christ, I will recommend the body of, I will recommend, excuse me, connecting the dots, which will be on the Anchor uh, outlet. You can find that also on Spotify as well for the saved and strictly Bible teaching. I didn't start off that way because when I was fresh and green, you know, starting podcasts, I just had a little uh, different topics I mostly talked about on Connecting the Dots. But when I uh, decided to start another podcast, that's when I just uh, just uh, decided to make Connecting the Dots strictly Bible study podcast for believers only because that's very important, Okay. All right, I just that's just a, a a special announcement and some real talk I wanted to talk about. Now, if you have never listened to the content on my podcast, uh, I always like to open the doors for the ones that's just never listened to my podcast. If you're looking for an open-minded, these are for the ones that's looking for open-minded, you know, uh, it, it could be very opinionated. Uh, you know, it's okay to use your opinion, you know, far as that, you know, all of us need to be checked on our opinions. But the final say-so will always be a biblical perspective, how or what we think God feels about a certain subject or a certain topic or a certain thing or a certain lifestyle or whatever like that. You're going to get a lot of that here on this podcast. You're going to hear a lot of that on this podcast. Also, you will get, uh, you will get, and I will do more, a lot, somewhat light Bible study here when I'm just doing a breakdown of a certain word. I call it my word breakdown and something like that. Or, you know, and I try to break it down in a, a biblically, pers- biblical, biblical, biblical perspective. My tongue get tied. A biblical or a Bible perspective. I done better if I just said Bible. A Bible perspective way of looking at things. So, therefore, um, you know, you will get that also on Body of Christ Real Talk. All right. What's coming up on Body of Christ Real Talk? My goal is to have more physical guests, more physical guests uh, to come on the show. I cannot have any physical guests if I don't get any comments and I don't get anybody asking me questions or anything like that. And I've been on here since a year and I just got a few, you know, comments and everything like that. And that's good. But I I know others listen to my podcast. And if you don't, you don't have a way to really write in the comments, uh, whatever like that, just let me know or just do something and let me know that you're a 
listening. That helps my my podcast. That helps my analytics, and that's help. That helps me to understand that who's listening and who's getting saved. And then if anybody's getting anything out of my podcast, I would not know that unless someone just write a comment or something like that. But if you have a problem writing comments to my podcast, I can understand that. Okay. All right. Those are the uh, few announcements that I have when it comes to this podcast, Body of Christ Real Talk. Okay. Things, it's a lot uh, going on in the United States, and it's, it's a lot going on in the world. And a lot of it is not good, you know. A lot of it is not good. It's a lot of people that's hurting. It's a lot of people that's uh, angry. It's a lot of people that's confused. And it's a lot of people just just don't know where they're going, you know. They don't know if they're coming, you know, and they don't know if they're going. Okay. What I want, what I'm leaning to, what I'm trying to say, because I'm just freestyling now, and I just want to uh, pray for you guys that's struggling, and let's pray for you guys that's struggling with anger. Pray for the ones that's struggling with confusions. Pray for the ones that need to be struggling, trying to uh, get promoted on a job or anything like that. You know. You don't have to write in, but it'd be nice if you do. I will, before I end this show or this podcast, I would like to pray for you guys in those areas, you know, because we all need prayer in certain challenges or certain things we're trying to do in our lives or certain things that we're going through and stuff like that, you know, because there's a lot going on. Not all bad. It seems like a lot of things going bad because that's all you mostly hear uh, on the news is the negativity was going on, especially if you're here in Chicago. Chicago and the mostly the bigger uh, rural cities like Chicago, New York, California, Baltimore, uh, Philadelphia, you know, and uh, St. Louis and, you know, places like that, you know, the bigger rural cities is just so much action and so much stuff going on. It's beca- it, be- it, be- it really becomes bombarded on your mind, you know, it really becomes a weight on your mind if you're living in those areas. And speaking of that, uh, I want to talk about public, I'm going to talk about public transportation in the Chicago area. And the reason I can can talk about this in the Chicago area, because I can relate better, because I live here in the Chicago area. I'm going to be touching bases on Chicago area, not the city itself. I'm not, you know, um, doing an expose on the city itself. There's There's enough expose about Chicago already, but what I will be doing... Uh, I will be doing an expose on the uh, public transportation. The reason being because I don't drive now because of my eyes. I have bad eyes on one side, like glaucoma, so I don't I don't drive. I can, but I rather not, especially in a big city like that, because of my vision. So therefore, I don't drive here. So I take the bus a lot. And I take the train a lot. And, man, it's a lot on that train. I, I've been taking trains for years, you know, even, you know, growing up in the hood back in the, in, in the Morgan Park area here in Chicago, Illinois. The ones that from Chicago, they know about the Morgan Park area. Not everybody, but the ones from Chicago. Some people from Chicago know about the Morgan Park area, which is on the south side, the far south side of Chicago, Okay. And uh, it's a lot been going on on the trains and the buses. Not so much the buses, but I, the last few days have been a few things that's a knifing and shooting that's been on the buses, which is, which is really uh sad, you know. And it's but the trains is a little bit worse when it comes here in Chicago. I will be doing that. Will be one of my hot topics in the future that I will be dealing with. But the thing about it, you might say, why just Chicago? Because that's what I know now, Chicago. I, I'm, I lived in different cities, and I never really dealt with their trains and whatever like that. But I have a lot of experience by riding the trains and the buses, and that that's usually my biggest public transportation here in Chicago. When I'm financially able, which I'm going to do more, I usually uh, take the uh, 
never a cab, but I usually take Lyft. I don't, I never done Uber, not one time, but usually, you know, I'm not trying to power one against the other, but I use Lyft. I think Lyft has a, a, a better financial, uh, it's better financially for me, Lyft. So I will use Lyft more, and when I have, when I financially am able, I use Lyft. But the majority of the time, you know, uh, I use the public transportation, the buses and the trains, going to work, going back to work, or just getting around and everything, so. Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The reason I'm saying this, this is one of the hot spots, because even when I get into that subject about the, uh, the, the, the CTA and the public transportation, or the public transportation, excuse me, the buses and the trains, a lot of you... A lot of you people, young ladies and young men in the bigger rural areas or whatever, whether it's in New York, Philadelphia, some of the cities I mentioned, the big cities, probably go through the same challenges or have those same issues that we have here in Chicago, I have no doubt, you know, and uh, even in Minnesota. So, you know, a lot of you can relate. That's why I made that as a hot topic because it's a serious hot topic that, that needs to be dealt with and everything. So that's going to be one of my hot topics. My, but my next hot topic uh, that I will be talking about will be about sexual addiction. I, well, yeah, that's going to be a very hot topic about sexual addiction and what does the Bible have to say when a Christian is struggling or living a lifestyle of sexual addiction. Addiction. Now, what are you talking about, Joe? Sexual addiction. Sexual addiction can be anything that you are living. It it can be, you know, you can have a sexual lifestyle of fornication. You can have a sexual lifestyle and uh, adultery. You know, now the difference between fornication and adultery. And I probably reiterated on that before and explained that the difference between fornication and adultery, according to the Bible, is fornication is having illicit sex outside of marriage. Because marriage is almost a mandate for a Christian. What well, marriage is a mandate for a Christian, when uh, a Christian in the Bible, it's not so much a mandate for the unbeliever. You can say, why not? Because the unbeliever going to do what an unbeliever does anyway. That's expected. It should not be expected as a believer, as a, a Christian. But the mandates and what God talks about a marriage, you know, pertaining to a marriage, especially when it comes to the book of Ephesians or even Colossians, you know, and the uh, the grace period, dispensational period, or marriage in general, is always basically talking about a believer. Even if you go back in the time past, even under the law, under Israel, under the covenant, the marriage was more stricter and was much harder than what it is now. So they could not break out of that covenant. But even when God threw down that covenant law of marriage and the principles of marriage, it was only for Israel. It was never for the outside world of the Gentiles. Let me say that again. It was only for Israel. My point is when the Bible talks about a mandate and what a man and a woman should be doing in a marriage, whether it's the Old Testament, which you're not under no more thank God for that and but I'm talking about what it is when it comes to here and the dispensation of grace the but now time you know uh, uh, under the Apostle Paul marriage Apostle Paul always taught the principle of marriage to believers not unbelievers to believers okay with all that said so what when I'm talking about this hot topic, like I talked about mental illness, you know, the unsaved is welcome to listen as well because they can take a lot of principles out of that. But what I'm talking about, uh, mainly what I'm talking about, you know, rather it's here on connecting the dots, I'm talking about a biblical perspective on uh, the person that's in the body of Christ. What does the Bible say towards us? Because we are under that somewhat, uh, let me see. 
we are somewhat under that that grace. We are the body, let me put it that way. And we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit, you like to call it, use it interchangeably. The Holy Spirit. So it's, it's very, very, very important that we take care of the temple of God because the Holy Spirit dwells in us and we can quench or grieve the Holy Spirit. So therefore, when Paul is talking to the believers in the Bible, those not so much commandments that is we're going to lose our salvation, but it's mandates of the type of lifestyle that our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, and God the Father expects from the body of Christ. So, therefore, he's not talking about the world. He's not talking because the world wouldn't do the things of the world. The world's problem is that they, are, they just need to be saved, period. So whether they have a decent marriage, according to their sight, or whether they're living or not living in it, they're not winning browning points with God because God is more important than what they believe about what his son does. Not so much of them having a good marriage or whatever like that. Now, all that is good as far as that, but that don't make it so pleasing in the eyes of God because you still neglecting the most important thing that will give you eternal life in our heavenly places is believing what Jesus done on the cross is death buried on resurrection. So let me digress. I went that far and I went that long just to say this. When it comes to fornication, God is talking about the believers. That's why I'm just, you know, basically, that's why I'm just saying, you know, when I'm getting into that, I'm basically mainly talking to Christians. How, what does the Bible have to say about a Christian doing it? The Bible already has its standards on the world. You know, the world judges itself. We are not of the world, but we are in the world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. So every time the Apostle Paul is talking about certain principles and mandates or whatever, etc., in the Word of God, is believers only. The unsaved can use these principles, but if they still will not have the fruits or they will still not have the the uh the spirit of going to heaven but they can use certain principles like a lot of a lot of institutions and a lot of people do today they use christian principles i like to call them christendom that don't mean they are saved a lot of conservatives use a lot of Christian morals, that, that does not mean that they are saved. So therefore, they can use a Christian moral. It always works out to the good, but it doesn't help them for us eternal salvation. So, when I say fornication, when I talk about uh, uh, sexual addictions, I'm mainly talking about Christians that are struggling with sexual addictions. The body of Christ, not the world. The saved that are struggling with sexual addictions. Or they're living an illicit, open lifestyle in sexual addiction. Whatever the sexual addiction is. Okay, let me put emphasis. You want to get that far. Let's put emphasis on that. I'm talking about fornication. That means sex outside of marriage. Adultery. That means you're having sex with someone else's spouse, whether it's a male or female. I'm talking about male and female, not male and man and, uh, and lady and lady. I'm talking about male and female. You know, I'm looking at it in a biblical perspective. When you're having sex outside of your marriage, whether somebody else's wife or husband. Okay, let's talk about masturbation. That's another challenge right there. If you just about know what that is. Let's talk about pornography, pornography and stuff like that. Let's talk about, you know, uh whoredom, you know, selling your body and different things like that. So you have you have a you have an idea what I'm talking about when I say sexual addiction is broad, just like mental illness is broad, sexual addiction is broad, anything that's defiling your body. And when a, when a Bible talks about, there's a lot of sins you can commit. And no sin, is, no sin is good in the eyes of God. But when you commit sin against your own body, remember, it's more serious because it's against your own body, and the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit or the temple of the Holy Ghost. You know, that's your that's your temple. So, therefore, when you sin against your body, it's almost like you just personally sinning against Christ when it comes to sexual addiction, whatever it is, whatever we do follows what we're struggling with. Okay, that's a sexual addiction. That's another hot topic I'm going to talk about. I'm going to have another hot topic I'm going to talk about my, uh, what's part of 
about hot 20 is anger. I'm going to deal with anger. Some of them I'm going to get some research on, and some of them don't need research on. You know, it's just it's it's just self-explanatory. Um, everything's not going to be as long as a mental illness, like I, I gave uh, a teaching on anxiety and panic attacks and, and mental illness and different things like that, and depression and suicide. You know, some things we some of my shows be longer than others when it comes to the hot topics. Then I will talk about how to study the Bible. I will talk about different things and start getting more lighter. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to be doing in the future. And between those 20 hot topics, I will be talking about other things. I will be having other audio guests, Lord's willing. All this depends on Lord's willing. I'm going to be having other audio guests on there. Now, my goal is to have physical guests on there as well, okay? All right. I remember I was uh I had a plan to start a radio show. A radio show that I wanted to do. I talked about that last year that I will be doing a radio show. I somewhat postponed that uh because I, I, I said to myself, if I can do a live show just on my podcast, which is Body of Christ Real Talk, I can do a live show just as well. So I I done a little uh, I like to I like to look at two sides on the why I would do something. I just learned how to do this. So I was saying, okay, let's compare the difference. What's the difference between radio and podcasts? Because I'm still learning podcasts, and I just looked at the two examples and and what would benefit me far as getting my message out there, which is always God's word and salvation, you know, and just uplifting or encouraging or other info awareness type of comment, uh, you know, messages that I put out there, you know, what would be the best way to put it out there? Would it be podcast, radio or podcast and radio? I looked at what was the difference. I know. And I have learned that podcasts, you mostly can do a lot of your taping. You can do a lot of your audio and, and save them and just get them out there and you can build up more of a fan base, you know, files, fan base files. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals on a wide selection of Jeep 4x4 vehicles. Right now, get 15% below MSRP for an average of 11514 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe Overland or Summit. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 11514 average based on 15% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee 4xe Overland and Summit models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark followers and uh you know committed people that listen to your podcast because they can record they can replay and they can do things like that you know radio is just like a one hit you just live majority of the time you're live now you could take some of what i heard but they're mostly live and you cannot replay them a lot and you know what you put out there is out there today so you expect someone of an audience to be listening up when they got that you got to have a certain station you got to sign for certain people that's going to listen to your radio show, you know, and be committed to that because they can't record it. It's not recording everything unless they have a, some type of machine or whatever or phone to record it themselves. That's the only way. But it's not a lot of replay or whatever like that, you know. You know, I kind of question that, but, you know, I'm just letting you know the difference between radio and podcast. So I just say, you know, why would I do radio Why I can do what I do when I do the way I do uh Podcast, podcast is like radio to me, but it's like a more advanced radio, and uh, you know, you can reach just as much of an audience as a radio. Radio is like a one hit, you know. You talk about a subject, and then that subject is it. That's it. Then you talk about another subject, and that's it. You know, it's just that particular day you could do a radio. You talk about that subject. When it talk, when it comes to pertaining to talk radio, anyway, music radio is a different thing. When you have certain music, you have to get certain rights from 
the artists to play their music on the radio and everything like that. So I thought about doing another one. If I had a music radio or something like that, it'd almost be old school or it'd be, you know, gospel classes or something like that. But my main goal is just talk radio. I just want to talk and I want to hear other people talk and teach. So that's okay with the radio. But I looked at the podcast. You can still, I can still do live talks and live chats. You know, I might have to pay a little more if I was doing audio chats because uh, I'm going to do a few videos in the future because all my podcast is mainly uh, audio. But in the future, you know, I'm going to do some video, you know, files that and everything, you know, and, uh, you know, I can reach a, a, a broader uh, audience that way. Now, the goal to reach an audience is always salvation. That's my goal right there. Bible principles is my goal. That's what I do. That's what I'm here. That's why I do podcasts. That's, I, I used to do group sessions. I used to do uh, Bible studies and groups and stuff like that at the library. So I just brought that, what I used to do physically and in rooms and in libraries and group homes or whatever you want to call it. I just brought that to my podcast. So I'm not changing nothing there. You know, I'm still the same way. I still teach the same way. I try to use common sense and I try to be real and everything. I, the same format I use when I used to do Bible study, when I used to do group sessions and I used to feed the homeless and I used to minister to the homeless in San Diego, California. That was my format to teach them principles of the Bible, even though I didn't know how to rightly divide them, but I was in my heart, I was trying to teach them the correct principles of the Word of God, so, alright. So I made a decision to postpone uh, radio until I just have to say to myself, okay, what's the real reason I want to do radio? Because everything that I want to do or I can do, I can do it on the podcast. I have two podcasts. You know, why would I put the radio on it? It's enough trying to do podcasts. So I'm trying to move. Am I trying to move too fast, Lord? What is I'm trying to do? What is my motive? Because motive is very important. I don't want to just be about me. And it's not about me. God knows my heart. He knows it. it's not about me. So I can sincerely say that. Now, we're being braggadocious and nothing like that, but I believe God already knows it's in my heart that I've always been me. So what, what, why would I get a radio station or why would I even, you know, get a radio station or do radio while I already have podcasts, two podcast shows that's doing okay. You know, I don't need a big mega audience or whatever like that. Long as someone is hearing this message and main, main, long as someone is getting saved or someone is getting encouragement. But the main goal on both of my podcasts is for the listener to hear about Jesus Christ, to hear about his love and to be saved. One is transparent with different topics and one is strictly Bible study. If you get saved on Body of Christ Real Talk by listening to the message and the Holy Spirit compels you and you get saved, then I would just introduce you to Connecting the Dots or other teaching outlets so you can grow stronger of learning how to study God's Word rightly divided. Okay, that's the announcements I wanted to talk about and what's what's coming up on Body of Christ Real Talk. You know, I still have, <coughs> excuse me, my topic of, you know, I finished off on marijuana, alcohol, and smoking. I finished off off that hot topic. I hope you got something out of that. If not, for the new listeners and some of the old listeners, you can go and please replay those over again. Uh, now I'm going to be getting into, like I said, I'm going to be getting into sexual addictions. I'm going to be working on that and everything. You know, I basically know what I'm going to talk about. But remember, I'm going to get into some deep things about sexual addiction and what you think the, and what, uh, what I think and what you think, and I like that's why I like to get your comments. What do you think? I want it to be my thoughts and my only opinion. I want you to come up with scriptures. Help me out. Come up with scriptures that help me. Help me by telling me. Well, I don't think you're correct on this, John. Then we just hit the Bible. Let's go from there. But just help me and give me some ideas. What scriptures I can use? You know, brothers and the uh, body of Christ or the teachings of Paul, or you're going to go back in the Old Testament. But just make sure sure you know it, the uh the principles that's used can be used both in the old testament under the law and the body of christ that's very important you know because it's a lot of principles we can use from matthew mark luke and john it's very beautiful because the whole bible is inspired in its inspiration of god so we don't give up the whole bible i wouldn't if i just only read the 13 epistles of paul i'm just i'm just short i'm short changing myself the whole 66 books of the bible 
is most important. Not just the 13 epistles of Paul. The only difference is, is the 13 letters of Paul. Remember, epistles mean letters of Paul applies to the body of Christ for today more. Now, there's other principles and a lot of principles and uh, things we can use back and from the Old Testament, even from beyond. Some principles never change in God's words. Some principles can go from any dispensation, from any administration. So don't get me wrong when I say that, but I'm talking about you have specific principles for the body of Christ today and you have certain principles or you have certain you know uh, things that you can take from the time past and use it also as well because no matter what even through your lifestyle certain principles remain the same any in any dispensation or any administration okay all right I hope I got that straight all right um, also people that listen to my podcast let me just get this one thing straight I don't want you to think that I worship Paul. I don't want you to think that I only read the epistles of Paul. That's why I talked about that. No, the goal is Jesus Christ. I believe that you need to know who Jesus was. I need to, you need to know what Jesus did. Okay, you need to know because that's very important when it comes to salvation. A lot of people don't know who Jesus was and what he did. They think they know. They have a denominational way of knowing who Jesus was. Some people, I'll give you a sample. Some people only know about Jesus from the red letters in the Bible, mainly the King James Bible. They only know Jesus from the red letters. I'm going to do a study on why the red letters are in the Bible anyway. So I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to do a teaching on that, on this show and everything, why the red letters in the, is in the Bible anyway. You may be surprised. Some people think that's the that's, that was just the original Bible red letters, but I'm sorry, nope. No red letters in the original context uh, of the Bible, okay, or the original manuscripts. There were no red letters. There was a reason for that. But I'm going to do a teaching on that, a little short teaching on that. But some people only know Jesus by the red letters. You know, they know that he was their Savior. They don't know nothing about his kingship. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't know nothing about his messiahship and whatever, or as Israel called it, the Yahshua. They don't know anything about that. So they just know about Jesus being loving and Jesus caring and Jesus wanting to save everybody and Jesus healing everybody. And that's a limited way of learning Jesus. That's I call that the limited Jesus. And most people... A lot of people, I say most people, only know the limited Jesus. They don't look at Jesus in time past. They don't know about Jesus being Jehovah. They don't know if Jesus has been I am. You know, they don't know if Jesus has been God. They don't know about that. You know, that sometimes that's unheard of when they think you're talking crazy. They don't know about that and everything about Jesus of time past. I'm going to do a teaching on that, on connecting the dots, because that's Bible study for believers only, on connecting the dots. All this is in the future, Lord's willing. I'm going to do a teaching about that. Jesus through the whole Bible, the whole 66 of the Bible, Jesus is through and talking through the whole Bible, not just Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the red letters. You know, a lot of you probably never even heard of that, but that is true. You need to know a broadness of Jesus of the Bible, Jesus of being King, Jesus being Lord, Jesus being Jehovah, Jesus being Elohim, Jesus being uh, the I am Jesus. See, all of that needs to be taught when you become a believer because you only have a limited view of your Lord and Savior Jesus. And most of the time, even in the body of Christ, they, they mainly just know Jesus from Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, or they know Jesus in the ages to come. The Jesus as the uh, and King of Kings, Lord of Lords, coming coming back in the tribulations. Some of them know Jesus as our Judge at the Great White Throne. Not my, well, not the believer. The body of Christ is not going to be at the Great White Throne Judgment. So let me get that straight. But at the Bema seat, the Bema seat means the Judgment Seat of Christ, where we get judged for the things we've done in our bodies and the works we've done while we're on this earth for our prizes and you know and our rewards at the Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ. There would be Christ there and there would also be Christ for the lost, for the ones that's going to uh, 
damnation at the great white throne judgment. That's also is Jesus himself, okay? So many people don't know about the broadness of the Lord Jesus. Many people don't know about that. So I'm going to do some teachings on Bible study and the Jesus of the whole Bible. I'm going to do a little more research, you know, because I'm not going to be throwing anything or using a lot of opinions. I'm going to let the Bible speak for itself. But that Going, that's going to be Lord's willing on the connecting the dots of knowing about Jesus. You're welcome as unbelievers to follow that, but you know a lot of it's spiritually, so it's going to have, take a, a spiritual awakening for you to understand or comprehend the whole Jesus of the Bible. Therefore, if not, you're going to really just be limited to Jesus of the four Gospels. And you don't even know too much about him then. You just look at him as a good person and blah, blah, blah. You don't even know that Jesus preached about hell more than he preached about heaven a lot. You don't know about how strict and very strong Jesus was, even he's on earth. You've been taught that he was loving and walking around smiling all the time. And I'm not just saying he never smiled or he never grinned. The Bible don't put specifics on that. But when you read the Bible, Jesus was coming down on a lot of people. He came down on the Pharisees. He came down on the, uh, the religious groups. I'm talking about the Sabbath. He came down, there was groups on the essence, and there was many different religious groups, you know, that supposed to have been what the leaders of Israel then, but they lost it, and God only dealt with the little flock. See, all those things a lot of believers, let alone unbelievers, believers do not know about. They don't know about the whole broadness of Jesus Christ of the whole 66 books of the Bible. That's why it's good also to have a good study Bible, a good reference Bible. All of them are not good, but you have to do your research. A recommendation for the believer if you want a good study Bible, and I talk to myself, uh, uh, I'm talking to myself too, first, it's the King James Study Bible. A good study Bible that goes back and gives you a lot of background on a lot of things, I believe, and there's probably others, but it's the Schofield Bible. They have the Schofield 1, they have the Schofield 2, and they have the Schofield 3. C.I. Schofield, he's one of the, uh, the teachers, traditional dispensational teachers. Uh, back in the 1930s, I believe, something like that. His name, you can look him up. His name is C.I. Schofield. Schofield Bible 3, I also got to get that. And I'm getting that Bible because for notes-wise, I have to have a giant print, print Bible because of my eyes. So I need to, I need more than a large, I need the giant print. The Bible that I got right here in front of me is a giant print. So I ain't got to really squinch my eyes or anything like that. A lot of you can feel where I'm coming from, you know, or can understand where I'm coming from. That's just a ghetto slang. Can understand where I'm coming from. I needed a large print. So I have a good stuff. And I have a lot of notes in this. And I have a lot of writing and scratching and everything. And, but the Schofield has a lot of history background. The Schofield Bible, C.I. Schofield has a lot of history and everything like that. And his Schofield uh, Bible, the Schofield Bible. Now, those are the pros. What's the cons of a good study Bible. What's the cons? Let's start with the Schofield. The cons of the Schofield Bible is he's a traditional dispensational dispensational believer. What I mean by dispensational, he believes that the church started in Acts 2. He believed that the body of Christ started in Acts 2. Some of the traditional uh, dispensational believes that the 12 apostles is part of the body of Christ, which is also an error, you know. But back then, they had limited thoughts. Back, not, not thoughts, because they was very intelligent. How can I explain? Back then, they only got so far of believing that. We are more advanced now. There's more ways of finding out things, you know, and we are, we, we learning a lot of things as things go, you know, far as that. So, you know, I believe if Schofield was, uh, this is my opinion, was here around today, Schofield and people like others, and I'm going to find a name too, they will see that, okay, maybe or maybe not that the, uh, the church did not Starting Acts 2, the body of Christ itself did not start in Acts 2, and that Acts 2 was just a continuation of the kingdom program of the Israel. Okay, I'm not going to teach that, but Schofield Study Bible is still one of the good Bibles, but that's the, just the, the, the con of having a Schofield. Remember, he's um, he believes in the Acts 2, the church started in Acts 2, the church as of the body of Christ started in Acts 2. So, uh, so does other 
uh, past teachers like uh, Clarence Larkin, who has beautiful uh, dispensational truths. You have uh, teachers on dispensational truths, Clarence Larkin. You have Durbin. You got a lot of them way back in the 30s and even before that that uh, has some good study materials with errors and everything, you know. So, you know, a good study Bible, you can, or just get a good study a Bible with the King James Version, but it has to be the right reference, rightly divided. They, my recommendation, make sure it's rightly divided. Even a traditional dispensationalist belief no, uh, has would be better than just a regular commentary or a regular study Bible because it has reference in it. don't mean it's cross-referencing the right, correct way. Let me say that again. Because you have a good chain Bible, or, you know, study Bible doesn't mean it's cross-referencing the correct way. But any good study King James Bible is better than not having nothing, in my opinion. You know, so, okay. All right. Those are the things that I want to talk about. Those are the updates and everything like that. So, remember, this is what I wanted to talk about today. It's kind of long-winded. I didn't put no time on here. So, right now, I'm just talking to you. I want you guys to talk back to me. I want you guys to give me ideas. I want you guys to Joe Tyler looking at the same foot platform that you have, that little yellow thing. <laughs> I know I need to work on, you know, uh, my art and stuff like that. I do. But that's not the most important thing for me right now. But I like suggestions. You know, some people have good artistic suggestions when it comes to that. That's not the more important, most important thing for right now that I'm concerned about. My concern is our salvation, and, and, and I'm clear enough, uh, even with all my mistakes and all my bad pronunciations and all my, <laughs> uh, you know, mispronunciations and, uh, you know, stuff like that, that you can still understand where I'm coming from. You know, I'm coming from my heart, you know, because this is me. What you What you hear is what you get. Let me say that again. What you hear is what you get. All right? I love you all. I'm not just saying that like a guru person that's trying to pull you. I love you all because I want to I want I want to teach you about different principles of God's lifestyle of living. And then on connecting the dots, I want you to I want to teach you the best way I can how to study God's word rightly divided those two come together once you learn how to rightly divide god's word slowly but surely you will learn to apply that to your lifestyle because that's the most important thing you can apply what you have studied and what you have learned to our lifestyle to our lifestyle okay i want to leave with this saying i want to leave you saying this and when it comes to salvation, many people still confuse about, you know, they have to repent of their sins and they have to stop the way, stop, stop the things that they're doing. I understand that I get that, you know, I understand that I get that, you know, a lot of us uh, believers uh, or ones that got saved is hindered because we've been told we need to just get rid of all our sins. Or we need to repent and we, and we need to do this and do that. And then after salvation, we are told, we used to be told because we didn't know no better. We had to keep confessing every sin we committed for us to be cleaned again. You, if you know what I'm talking about, the ones that are, that's listening know what I'm talking about because you're probably in the church like that. You know, you're probably in the church like that. I'm not telling you to leave your church. I'm just here to show you a passageway and show you what the scripture says about this thing. You make your decision from there. Okay, I will never tell you to leave your church. And the only reason I say that it's a good idea if they were just really out there in the world and they were just doing a lot of things contrary to the word of God. Yes, you don't need to be there. Then I will recommend that. But right now, I'm not. If it's a decent church that you like and you like the teachings of your pastor and and you from what you hear from me and other rightly divided teachers, okay, stay there. You know, just hang in there. And if even if you don't agree with your pastor, you know, don't get into an argument with him. Don't try to run over him. Because what you have learned in fresh, like a lot of, you know, rightly dividers probably do, you have to watch your arrogance, your narcissisticism, and just probably stay in that church. The Lord probably wants you to stay in that church, but just show others and just teach them a little group sessions and everything, and people start learning. But never, also, never be afraid to just question your pastor and you and your pastor talk. He's going to listen. Most of the time, they're not, but you go know you have some that's really going to be open, you know, and listen to what you have to say. So I'll leave those decisions for yourself. But when it comes to salvation, I'm going to leave a quote here. 
and you keep this in your get this in your head so you get in your heart get this in your head so you get in your heart listen to this this is something i just thought about i was not saved so i can be forgiven for my sins but i was forgiven of my sins so i can be saved remember that let me read that again. This is a quote from me. I just I just wrote this down. This is a quote from me. Nobody else. This is what I quoted. Now, somebody else probably said it before, but this is just something I just thought about. I quoted myself. I was not saved so I can be forgiven for my sins, but I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved. I'm going to leave you with that. What does that mean? That means my sins has already been forgiven. So the reason I am saved is because my sins was forgiven. That's the only reason I can get saved because my my sins is not in the way no more. See, my sins has been imputed according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Read those scriptures. Go back. Don't just take my word for it. Go back and read those yourself when you have time. Very important. It's very important in your witness, believer. And it's very important for you to uh, the, uh, the drink and, you know, uh, drink in yourself, unbeliever. It's not about your sins. It's about your belief. And it's not only about your belief without receiving it. So belief and receiving, like I talked before in my uh, previous podcast, you believe in and you receive it. So always remember your salvation is possible because of your sins being forgiven. That don't mean you're saved. Remember what I said. I was not saved so I could be forgiven for my sins. Why? Because your sins have already been forgiven. Your salvation makes you reconciled to God. Your salvation makes you justified to God, okay? That gets you to heaven. But I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved. See, the only way and only reason and the only way that people get saved today, whether they know it or not, is because their forgiveness, their sin has been forgiven thousands a couple of thousand years ago on the cross after the resurrection now why him's hanging on the cross it was the resurrection the forgiveness part was already taken care of that's why you could be saved today if it was not taken care of no one can be saved because you could not stop sinning and therefore that means you under the law god took care the sin problem first through his son jesus christ on the resurrection of that cross so that's what this quote means. I was not saved so I can be forgiven for my sins, but I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved. God bless you all. Love you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. This was Real Talk for today. God bless you. Love you. Bye-bye. Until next time, we're going to get into some more subjects on hot topics, sexual addiction, coming up soon. God bless you. Peace out. Love you. Your home is more than the sum of its parts, and creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like Gen Air at build.com slash Ferguson.